You're listening to Classroom Confessions with Katie Smith, a podcast where teachers share advice, encouragement, and the realities of today's classroom. All right, so my students found out I had a podcast, and um, they gassed me up the other day and literally listened to it in class. I don't know if you've ever listened to yourself talk back, but it's terrible. So here we are. We're gonna try. We're gonna try and do this again. I don't know where this is gonna go. I don't know the purpose of it, but here we are. It is November 2022, and um, if you have been in education recently, um, from anywhere between 2019 to now, bless your heart. Because honestly, why are we still here, y'all? Why are we still in the teaching profession? Um, We have seen everything from full online learning to hybrid learning to kids coming back to school and acting a fool to now what I'm learning after talking to my teacher friends is parents are now our main focus this year. But here we are, 2022, 2023. I don't think education's ever going to be back to where it was, but let's start us off with our rose, thorn, and bud like usual, and then we'll get into the current state of education. So um, my rose this week is I got to go see Hamilton. I've been dying to see Hamilton. I bought the tickets around Prime Day. My sister-in-law gave me a monetary amount that I could spend, and so I spent that, and um, I regret it. I wish I would have bought lower seats. We were all the way up in the balcony and Hamilton was absolutely amazing. And I don't regret going, but I wish I would have spent more money on my tickets. So next time, we're spending money on the tickets. Um, The thorn this week is I'm about to teach a professional development um, on Tuesday. And I'm really nervous that the teachers don't want to hear it. So that's always like nerve wracking, but it's something we have to do. So here we are doing it. And then the bud is I'm going to visit my family this weekend. So that's all super exciting and super fun. Um, All the good things that are going on with me. But let's get in to the state of education. So I have been a teacher for 10 years and I started my teaching career um, at a charter school. So I got my teaching credential in California for single subject social studies. And that was in 2013. At that point, there were very few jobs in California, um, just because of the recession and the riff and bringing teachers back. And, um, I got a call from a charter school in Las Vegas. My credential coordinator and mentor said, you have to do it. So I did it. Um, and, I ended up in Las Vegas teaching at a charter school called, I don't know if I can say actually, taught a, a charter school, Lower SES Community. It was there for four years, moved to the Clark County School District, taught at a school in an affluent area for four years, and then a new middle school was being built, so lost my job at that middle school, got a job at the new middle school, and absolutely love it. Admin is super supportive and absolutely obsessed with them but even though I'm obsessed with my admin and I love my job and teaching kids is amazing teaching kids is also very very difficult and I don't know if you're facing these challenges this year but I am for sure facing these challenges this year and the challenge that I am facing is the kids will literally not stop they are non-stop either talking out of their chair rocking in their chair 
throwing things across the classroom, needing to go to the bathroom. It is incessant. <laughs> and I don't know like why this class more than last class, last year's classes. Even this year's kids were like, well, do you like us or last year's kids more? And I said, last year's kids. And they said, well, why? I said, because. Like, they at least attempted work and, like, sat down and did what they were supposed to. And maybe part of it is because we had the mask mandate and social distancing was still in play. I don't know what the thing is. Um, but last year's kids would at least come in and sit. They might not have worked, but they came in and sat and were quiet and whatever. Um, but this year's kids are just nonstop needy. And we are in eighth grade. Eighth grade. And they are nonstop needy. And I just can't. I This is why I didn't teach elementary school. I can't with the neediness. It's also why I don't teach sixth grade normally because they are too needy for me. But here we are in eighth grade. And all of the neediness and all of the attention they need is absolutely mind-blowing. <laughs> so... Um, I am feeling way more exhausted and way more burnt out this year of teaching than I think I did during COVID when we were teaching online. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's the kids. I don't know if it's a commute. I don't know if it's being in person. But definitely the burnout feeling is way stronger this year. Another thing that I'm running into this year more so than other years is parent emails. Now, our school started this thing where every week we email the parents, like, hey, here's what's up, here's what's going on, which is great on one hand because when parents say, I didn't know, blah, 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 I just say refer back to my weekly email. The other, the downside to it is that parents are sent an email every week that they can respond to and reply to. Um, and so lots of parent emails this year asking or questioning things that I don't normally get questioned on. Um, not curriculum stuff necessarily. I mean, there's a curriculum thing I will talk about, but um, just like, when is your reassessment closing? What day do they have to request it? And it's like, I don't know, read the email. It, it's literally in the email. Um, or I've gotten lots of parents saying, um, well, I know history and I have taught history and you're doing it wrong which I you are more than welcome to come teach my class um parent but um I have been doing this for 10 years and I am well aware of what should or shouldn't be taught based on the Nevada state content standards so there's that the other thing we're running into a lot this year not just in my class but at the school in general is parents questioning curriculum choices and this is not something I've ever had to deal with in my career ever um questioning choices of topics that we cover <coughs> that's happen in history. The other question we're getting a lot of is our literature resources that we're using not only in history but in English and parents not agreeing with those choices and this is something that I've never seen happen at a school before. Um, I would think that like if the district buys the books then they approve of what we're teaching um, and I know this because so this is kind of funny but also annoying. Um, we needed to purchase new atlases firm for uh, our school and so I submitted the request for the atlases that the school district has already purchased for us and they're the same atlases that are used at the school that I taught at before and they sent it back saying that we needed to fill out a justification form and I was like okay 
but you guys have already purchased these for us like I'm confused so then one of the questions is um like why do you need this and what core instructional materials has the district bought for you guys none the district has bought zero core instructional materials for social studies since the standards changed four years ago and now you're questioning me buying atlases because the district has failed to provide resources stop it come on are you joking me the atlases that you already approved a purchase for that we already have on our campus that we are already using with our students you want me to fill out another justification because the school district still has yet to provide social studies resources for standards that were adopted four years ago stop just stop and so i think this kind of wraps everything up is like a state of education we're in is teachers are just tired we're not just tired because of the kids, which we are tired because of the kids, but it's the extra, it's the parents, it's the school district, it's the meetings, it's the this, that, do this, do that, do this, do that. And I'm first to admit that I take on all the extra, but man, taking on all the extra with everything else this year is proving to probably be a little bit too much, but it always comes back to why do we do it and we do it for the kids and I know that's like some people will say that that's toxic and Katie you're terrible but ultimately that's why I'm a teacher I do it for the kids I do it for the relationships I do it for what they can learn from me so welcome back to classroom confessions hope you all have a great week